Modern Rock for Cincinnati and Dayton, 97X with Southern Culture on the Skids and Soul City, some 808 State, and Sugar featuring Bob Mould. It's a six-pack tonight, and it's the Listener's Choice six-pack featuring Hamilton, exclamation point, Ohio's favorite DJ, Bret Hart's. It's the six-pack, 1020 tonight, brought to you by Coors Light and Sentiments Rock City Dave. with your host, Brett. Dave. Looking forward to that one. Dave. Yeah? I, I am, yeah. too. It's not going to uh-huh. happen, though, because there, there's no more 97X. It's there's not? no more six-pack from Dickerson Distributing. I mean, it's we're just doing a podcast about those old days. But, 97X, bam. Is the, is the signal down again? Did a thunderstorm <laughs> blow in and knock the signal off the air? Or is well, that why? Is that well, that probably, yes, it did. back on by then? It did back in 2010. It was a nor'easter. Took us out. Uh, so now we just do a podcast about those good old days. When you worked there, I worked there, and then we we record these podcasts. We post them on 97xbam.com. The good thing is, Dave, you have the magic conjuring power to bring back those beloved folks, and nobody is nearer and dearer in our heart than Brett Hartz. Brett, welcome. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Thank you very much. Uh, first things off, Brett, the third light of the tower is out, and Bake is asking if you could shimmy up the tower and replace that uh, light for tonight before sundown. Was that a job of mine? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. You had to do a little bit of everything. Yes, you did. You didn't have to, but we, 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 we wanted to. I'm going to start things off by saying that I moved to Ohio from Indiana when I got out of college, and my first job was at an AM radio station in Springfield, Ohio. But I was 22, 23 years old, and I enjoyed, you know, artists like Bob Mould, and I, I liked X, and I liked all that music. And luckily enough, I lived at a place where I could kind of get the signal, and I always wanted to work there. And my first introduction to 97X wasn't Bake, and it wasn't Julie Maxwell in the morning, and it wasn't Jetson. It was you doing evenings or overnights. I forget which time. When I would go to work or come back from work, I would hear you playing this great music. So of all the people that I first met at the station, the one I wanted to meet and was most in awe of was, to be honest, Bret Hart's. Wow, man. Thank you. I don't think you ever told me that. No, but uh, no, I did. When, when I think back to the early days of 97X, it's your voice that 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 sticks out. I don't know what it is, and it must have been that, uh, that, and your little yeah. cheesy mustache. I know. I I caught hell for that for years. I don't have. Well, I do now because I've even got. I mean, now we're talking on Zoom. This we're just doing audio eventually. Yeah, correct. And no one's going to actually see me. Thank goodness. No. Still a face for radio. So yeah, I've got a beard now. I look like a caveman. <laughs> well, thank you. No, that's that, that, that's that's very nice of you to say. Um, you know, we had such a, a good time at 97X. I've been thinking about it since we've been talking, you know, back and forth before we before we finally got together. And uh, it was really some of the stuff I remember the most was 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 off the air, to be honest with you, you know, kind of behind the scenes. Um, I listened to the podcast you did with Phil. I know he's probably good to hear that. I'm glad he's still around and. Uh, it was good to hear from him. But I mean, living in that house and, and listening to CDs at night. Yeah, I worked in the evenings and I think I did overnight too. We did, we did both. And I was on in the evenings for the most part. And then Phil was, it was so back and forth. And it is kind of hard to remember, but we would fill in for each other and do different shifts. But I, I do, I remember a lot of the stuff, just like you said, just being off the air and listening to CDs and hanging around the house. And you were part of that when you got there too. And I definitely remember all that. 
And Brett, you're you're part of the indie rock mafia from Hamilton. Hamilton, who knew, was such a hotbed uh, of like you know because you, Danny Crash, you know later Rowdy Rob Irvin, you know like there was and uh, who am I forgetting? Oh, Mr. K. Yeah, exactly. And I, I was uh, I was rewatching. In fact, I hadn't seen the Mike McGuire show or we did in high school for the longest time. And I rewatched it again recently. And it's pretty painful to watch. <laughs> but I mean, it's still it's fun at the same time. But some of it's pretty rough. But, you know, come on, it's high school. What do you want? When you look back on it now, it's it's funny more than anything. Uh, yeah, this was our high school that we went to in Hamilton, Hamilton High School, and they had a vocational arts program. And they had radio and television. And um, in your junior year was radio, radio, your senior year was TV. And you were, we actually had a radio station that we went on the air and uh, played records and did bits. And, you know, you had a radio show. And then your senior year, pretty much the same thing, only for television, where we produced a half hour, I think it was only a half hour, um, it was on cable access and it was the it wasn't wayne's world but it was pretty close it was, it was all the students did everything um they worked the cameras they did the behind the scenes and uh and uh, occasionally they would jump in and even be the host that's what happened to me one day where um our the the teacher mike mcguire was really sick one day we agreed to go ahead and do the show and he asked me to be the host and that was the day that Danny Crash and Mr. K were the guests from 97X. And so I interviewed them. And yeah, it's on YouTube. And it's, uh, I think John Sandor is the one originally posted that, who was the, the guy that I was on the air with in high school. So I'm glad he posted that because I had forgotten all about that. So but, isn't Greg Dooley from Hamilton? Uh, yeah, Greg Dooley from Afghan Wigs, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. You yeah, used to I, send him out to do your numbers, right? As part of that. Uh, Broadcast Mafia of Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he was. We went to go. We we saw them a few times down at Bogarts. Um, great. Yeah, we love the Afghan wigs. We used to play them in '97X uh, quite a bit. So, Brett, how did you wind up working? I mean, obviously in high school you're interviewing Danny Crash and Mr. K. How did you wind up in '97X? Yeah, I can't. You know, I can't exactly remember, but I think it was. Uh, I don't remember exactly how it went, but it was Ken. It was. It was Mr. Gay. Uh, Mr. Gay, Mr. K. Ken Glidewell. Um, we kind of got to talking, and I had went out and seen his band a few times here and there, and some of the bars around town. And I think that's how one thing led to another. And he he said the same thing, where it's like, hey, because I was working uh, after high school, I went straight from high school to working the overnight shift at WMOH in Hamilton, Ohio, an AM station that's still there. He knew that I went there and I think we talked on and off and he said, Hey, you know, you should come up to Oxford. It'd be a lot more fun. You would be good at it. And I, right when the McGuire show thing happened and I started talking to him is when I kind of on and off started listening to 97X and just started getting into it a little bit. It was still really kind of new to me. And, uh, that's how I ended up at 97X. I went up there and I took him a tape and him and I spoke with Doug and they hired me. I think I started off just kind of part-time and then uh, I wasn't part-time for very long and then it was full-time. And what year was that? I was talking about that just wait, this wait. morning. Yeah. That, that was around late, probably 88. I know I was there through 1989. It was in sort of the earlier period. Um, and then, like you said, after that, it just the time that I really remember is when we took off where we were we were really getting a lot of press in the 
magazines and the newspapers and it was the whole rain man thing and that's when phil and carrie was there and uh i think that was one of the best times for 97x honestly i mean it was really we just lived and breathed this, the station all the time we were constantly listening i remember uh carrie's office and phil's room we shared a house in oxford and phil's bedroom just had stacks and piles of cds and I mean, all we did was listen to music. Do you like this? No. Yeah, I like that. Let's throw it in and give it a shot. And we had, uh, I mean, hundreds. We listened to music all the time. Like I said, being in that house. And I remember doing some of that with you, Dave, when you even got there. We used to yeah, I was around the same time. I started in late 88. So you must just started full-time. And I was part-time for about six, seven months. In fact, maybe I was went full-time when you left is what i'm guessing so uh i was working part-times but i got to know all you guys and and that was my only gig for a while I was working part-time at the station so i was there during the week uh you know taking out the trash dog sitting <laughs> well, trimming the big bush yeah i mean it, it really is it's the old thing they used to tell you in radio that's how you start is by just i'll do anything i'll file yeah. records and take out the trash but it is true and uh you know it didn't take long for you to work your way in now you were only there for about a year you said yeah probably i think it was just a little longer than that i don't know a year and a half or so maybe by 1990 i know i remember i was in kansas because i went to uh i went to kansas to a follow a girl and b to get another radio job and i ended up in uh working at a top 40 station in Kansas and a rock station in Wichita. And then from there, we did a lot of traveling around and worked at a few different places. But yeah, a year and a half. So I don't think I was there even maybe two years. It seems like it was longer than that, but I don't think so. You did come back to the station, right? I did. Uh, towards yeah. the end? Yeah. When I came back, I was kind of the, the Mike days. Um, I moved back to Ohio once briefly. And um, at that point, I was really out of radio. Um, I was in Washington State, and that was my last real full-time gig, and I moved back to Ohio. And I remember some of the stuff that you guys were talking about with Phil, where, same thing, I don't think, I mean, he's not really in the, the business anymore, is he, no. Phil? No, he's not, no. Yeah, and I, I didn't, that's what I was trying to remember, I didn't think so. And the same with me, I mean, it got to a point where I think we all remember and know how different things kind of led to the demise of some of the, the fun of radio and the same thing happened to me too. And so, yeah, but when I came back to Ohio, um, the second time, yeah, I worked for Mike and it was, uh, it was a little different up there, but it was so fun to come back and work again at, at 97X toward the end. C compare working at 97X, because I talked to a few of the other alumni, um, what is like compared to the other radio stations? What what made you know you did top forty? You did you know some classic rock afterwards? Mm -hmm. um, uh, did you? What, what's the difference between the two? Well, you know, again, it's, it it was very just so close knit, and it was just us, and the fact that it was local. I think the time that the time that it was there too. I mean, radio stations just don't exist the way ninety seven X did. You know, they don't exist anymore that way. I mean, it's, uh, we decided on our own what we played, what we did. 
Uh, I mean, in those days, you know, it wasn't uncommon, especially in the evening, the overnight for people to come walking up and knock on the back door and request a song. I remember that happening all the time, you know, you can't do that now, you know, and so, you you know, that that was great. They were very loyal listeners and uh, half the time I'd let them in, you know, again, probably something you wouldn't do today. Yeah, come on in. They wanted to take a peek around and see what it looked like. They uh, they were into it. They I got to go up to see the station. They thought it was cool. And uh, that was a connection that I, I, I never got that at other stations. It was very corporate. I mean, some of the other places I worked at were were maybe, uh, you know, small market to mid market stations. And they were a little loose and they were kind of fun. They middle of the road, but they, it was nothing like 97X. I even worked in Cleveland. I mean, I worked at uh, WMMS in Cleveland, Ohio for uh, a while and doing evenings there. And that was a great gig because they're a heritage station and uh it was fantastic but it also lacked other things and so it was it was fun for the time that 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 i was there and being younger and very creative and so yeah i've never forgotten it never i can remember a lot of the the people and the names and some of the things we went and did uh as bad as my memory is and let me tell you it's horrible i can still remember some of those things like it was yesterday what was did you uh like bands that came in do you have favorite memories of a band you got to interview or somebody maybe did a party patio performance um i can't remember i remember there were a couple of no one specific for the party patio stuff um we took a limousine down to cincinnati to see rem and i don't know who else was you there was that was you with us no, Dave, I, I was on the air that was brought up with either phil or somebody else i did the air shift someone had to stay at the station so it was me <laughs> poor dave yeah. that straw huh yes. okay i couldn't remember i think maybe phil was with us yeah and uh that would felt kind of big time i mean it was a big band in the limo and i think that was the deal that we took listeners down i don't think that yeah. was for us <laughs> oh it definitely wasn't it's like, for us that wasn't for- it was for the listeners. It was for listeners and it was sponsored now, by Reprise Records or whoever REM was on at the time because Doug didn't pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of times going down, we went to Bogart's, I mean, constantly. It felt like we lived down in that area. So we were always going to uh, to see bands down at Bogart's. I mean, that was, uh, that was the place to go. Um, yeah, replacements. A lot of the you know the bands at the time were a lot of fun. Uh, Royal Crescent Mob used to go backstage and hang out with those guys for uh, just about every time we they would come to town. Not only we would go to the show, we would end up backstage with them, and that was yep. always a lot of fun. Um, yeah, probably too many to mention. I still have, believe it or not, I still have kept a lot of those ticket stubs. So I have them all in a in a nice big frame, and it's kind of fun. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on to that. You know, uh, I started the station when the Royal Crescent Mob was just starting to break, so I was backstage in the wonderful confines of Bogart's green room, and it was just a lovely, <laughs> lovely yeah. brick wall. Yeah, I was just had a, a pungent rock. urine smell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, well, hey and know, that was yeah, good. Some things you just don't forget. Exactly. Yeah, wasn't it just like brick or painted brick or cinder block or something? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I had yeah. it couch that should have been on one of those uh, manix episodes where there's four or five deaths i wouldn't want to see that thing with the black light <laughs> uh, I, the one thing i don't know why or how i got roped into it i don't remember much else about it but I re- it was uh i had to go out on stage and introduce uh, a band and i think it was the circle jerks 
and I just, and I just remember not knowing what to say. And I was uh, never really too often at a loss for words, but I was just like, well, how do I introduce these guys? They said, just say where we're from and say, here's the circle jerks. And I'm like, okay. So that's what I did. Uh, so I remember introducing them. And uh, You know who I'd like to catch up to? Well, the two I wanted to, and then Phil let us know about what happened with, with Carrie, is Dar was another one. She, she was a great female talent at that station. She had a great voice. She was a great personality. I've always wondered what happened to Dar. Yeah, that was, I was just getting ready to say that. Of everybody I remember, I remember Dar. And because uh, she came along just you know, a little later, not, not, not too much, not too far down the road, but yeah, Dar, uh, she did like, uh, the afternoons. She did like a reggae show. I think, uh, we had her doing a reggae show at noon or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, we had the blues show. One question when you came back to the station, uh, and I was listening the last week and I remember your time when, when you know, after your last part-time shift, um, what was it like there at the end? I, I didn't even ask Mike Taylor that. I mean, what were the kind of phone calls you guys were getting, requests? What was it like that last week uh, on air at 97X? Uh, you know, it was funny because it was kind of a uh, – I do remember it was kind of a mixture of both where we – I had some, uh, you know, people that had – didn't they had no idea who I was, but they just, you know, called to say, Hey, uh, nice listening to you. Or they said nice things or something. And then uh, there were other people that called that I was actually amazed that still after all those years, it still said, Hey, I remember you. And, uh, you know, it's good to hear you again, or, you know, would ask me what I'd been up to and that sort of thing. And, uh, those were all nice things that people said. And, you know, it kind of made me go back and kind of rethink when I was there the first time and the fun that we had. And yeah, it was kind of a, uh, it was kind of a bummer, but we all kind of knew where everything was heading. And, uh, but it was good to come back and do it a second time. It was definitely different because we were posting things online. We had internet then, you know, obviously we had none of that the first time around. And so we were, had more to do with the computer. And so uh, it was a little different. But in some ways, it was still the same. You had that, I don't know, it's hard to explain or put into words. You had that funny vibe, that feeling where you were in Oxford, you were in that building, and you were just back at 97X again. Um, you know, some of the rooms and the ways you did things probably changed, but a lot of people passed through that building. There was a lot of fun, a lot of different uh, creative people that went on to do different things. It's like you said, some of us aren't doing it anymore. Some are. Uh, but uh, I love the stuff that you guys do and how people can keep in touch now with being online and so on. And so it's kind of fun to look back. And uh, some of the things I, I see, like you said, uh, somebody will just all of a sudden post something where they'll see uh, an old beat up car cruising down the road with a 97 X sticker in the back window. It's amazing that it's, but it's still around here and there and you still hear a little rumbling. So, yeah, I just kind of, you know, I thought, I kind of just thought back of all the way back to the beginning after I left the station, maybe five years, I took a trip down to New Orleans for the first time, went on vacation, and I'm walking down the street, and hopefully Julia will listen to this and see if she remembers, but I'm walking down the street in New Orleans, and I'm looked to my side, I'm looking to the, uh, this big glass window of this restaurant, and there's a table right next to the window, and there sits Julie Maxwell. <laughs> and so I, I had to take a look again because I wasn't sure if it was her, obviously. And it was. And I remember her running out. She saw me. We saw each other. She came running outside. And, How you doing? And we talked for a few minutes. Like, what are you doing here? I'm on vacation. Me too. What are the odds? One of those things. But uh, so we talked for a few minutes. So it was seeing, you know, Julie in New Orleans years afterward. 
Uh, and uh, even talking to you guys now, like I said, it, just uh, a lot of different people that, that went past to that station that uh, I'm glad that we're all still kind of keeping in touch here and there and knowing what each other are doing. It's fun. Yeah, it's been fantastic to catch up with you, and we appreciate you taking the time. And as Dave mentioned, so 97xbam.com is the website. Obviously, the podcast we post on all the podcast aggregators, but on 97xbam.com, we'll put uh, that video of you hosting the Mike McGuire Show and interviewing Danny Crash and Mr. K, and then uh, pictures that you sent along of Carrie Gray's burnt Chevette and stuff like that. So it'll all be up there on 97xbam.com. Thank you very much for including me. I think it's cool what you guys are doing and bringing everybody back. A lot of names I recognize, even stuff I people I don't recognize after I was gone. To hear come uh, some of their stories and you know what they were doing at the station even after I was gone is fun to listen to. And uh, Dave, I appreciate again uh, very much everything you said at the top about listening to me in the beginning. Yeah, that was uh, is very nice. I appreciate it, and it's good to hear from you guys. Thanks again. 97X. Mike's guest today, or Mr. K and Danny Crash from WXY 97X. And now let's join guest host Bret Hart's for today's show. Rumbles from the Big Bush.